Welcome humans to the first Small Room Sesh podcast by yours truly and mine thirdly, Brent Brown. The format of this podcast will start off being a rant-like introduction and then an interview with a person I feel you should know if you don't. And if they're musical, they'll perform one song with video uploaded to my YouTube channel forward slash Brent Brown 808. The first guest who has been chosen at random by a basket of puppies will be singer-songwriter Pete Jive. Now, Pete's got to be one of the most beautiful humans on this planet and effectively transmutes his inner working into song. Tell your friends, share this podcast or YouTube video performance. Put a sticker on a baby because everybody loves babies. I don't have stickers yet, but when I do, they'll be available under the podcast section of brentbrownmusic.com. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy the first small For anybody who doesn't know Pete Jive, he's a musician out of, I guess, the suburban area around Naperville as well, just like myself. Am I correct? Do you still live? Yeah, like we just we just say Chicago so people from out of town can understand. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to say I'm from Chicago. Totally, totally. Well, yeah, me and Pete actually met back at uh, Potbellies. It seems like most musicians I know have worked in a sandwich shop at one point in time. Uh, but I hear you just got out of the sandwich game. Yeah, just recently got out of the sandwich game, and I, I every uh, mm, every once in a blue moon they kept me on the roster over there. So when I don't have a gig and I have an opening in the schedule, I could still go and I deliver sandwiches. You know, every once in a blue moon. So okay, cool. So they <clears> keep the money going, but I've yeah, technically still in the game a little bit. Yeah, I actually remembered I did the same exact thing. I, w- I was technically working there for like a month and a half and never went there once. I had to go to an employee meeting. I showed up, I slept like four hours the night before, and I'm just like, oh, I get a free salad at least for coming. They're like, yeah, to keep you on the paycheck. And then there- then one day, uh, the manager, Keith, he's just like, Brent, can we fire you? <laughs> Did he say that? <laughs> can can we fire you? I mean, there's no point. But you he- work. Uh, uh. <laughs> Well, oh, so did you try to collect uh, unemployment? No, not at you? all. No, I just, <laughs> I just felt, I just didn't want. You know, I love the place, but I still play, play there once in a while. I've literally been at the Route 59 Pop Place for like eight years. I don't even know, dude. It's a really long time. But I, I haven't been there for like a month because I'm in the summer. I get busy, and so I don't do it. But so enough about me. <laughs> What's freaking new with you, man? I love your originals. You have such a a beautiful voice and and just I don't I don't know there's there's few times where I'll hear somebody really impress me um right off the bat with their original music and you're one of them thanks so, man. so what's what's cooking uh the new thing I got I got a live album coming out uh late this month or next month so I, ha- I still don't have the exact date but it will be I'm I'm shooting for the end of the month. I just don't want to say a date. I have a live album coming out that's 20, 21 songs, and it's a full show that I played in Clearwater, Minnesota, at a place called Taken Time, which sadly doesn't have shows anymore. But uh, it was a fantastic time, and I had a good show, or was, at least I enjoyed it. Was it solo, or did you? Have yeah, any? All, yeah. All the sh- uh, all the stuff I've been putting out recently is all solo, even though I'd like to. I've been thinking about getting a band together. Um, so it's the full show from that taking time, and then there's one song 
from the last song on the CD is a song from uh, the Apollo Theater in Peoria. Okay, I haven't been there, but it was the I, Richard Pl- Pryor used to play there, so that's what was really cool was to play it on the same stage as Richard Pryor he used to do comedy. Yeah, dude, and that's so. Pretty... But the last song is a the cover of uh, it's a cover of a the Cheers song from the the TV show, you know. It's great crowd participation, so I figured I had to put it on a live CD. That's <laughs> so. dope, man. Well, that, give me give me a second of that if you don't mind. Can you can you hit up a second of that song of the Cheers song? Yeah, man. I can't even think how it goes. Like oh, the really? theme song for the show. Yeah, yeah. Was it? version I, I sang uh that that full song uh did everybody like go nuts for it oh that, it was just nice having everybody sing along and the cool part is the nobody knows there's two other verses to that song um that nobody's ever heard before i can't and i can't think for the life of me who wrote it i have it i have it down somewhere i can't remember their name but there's two other verses and they're hilarious and so i might have to play them for you yeah dude if you you want Can me to do them now? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's keep it going. First one is, uh, you'll roll out of bed and Mr. Coffee's dead. This morning's looking bright. Your shrink ran off to Europe. He didn't even write. And your husband wants to be a girl. And all those nights when you got no lights, the check is in the mail. Your little angel hung the cat up by his tail Your third fiancé didn't show Do the chorus one more time I actually just uh, watched a movie about a husband that wanted to be a girl. It's called The Danish Girl. It was pretty crazy, dude. Where'd you it see it? It was nuts. No, I don't know. It was in Redbox. Uh, me and my girlfriend, Tila, checked it out. Um, the wasn't Danish nec- Girl? It, it, it wasn't my first choice, but every once in a while, you got to give and take in relationships. She picked it? And she fell asleep, man. <laughs> and I finished it out. I'm like, you know. I already got two hours into this. I never 
I, I can't not finish a movie. I just can't do it, man. It, was it a comedy? Not at all. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I don't know if I could have made it through. It was not funny at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to people like that. I don't know if I just I just couldn't make it through a movie like that. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, no, it was good. It, it, uh, I don't I don't know what to think, man. It was crazy. It was uh, it was it was like he he was the first person to get his jump cut off. And, oh, it's a true story. And I'm not going to, I'm not going. Yeah, apparently it's a true story and like one of the first people of like to like. Mm. Go forward with the transgender movement. Like I don't even know how Ugh. long ago it was. I I'm tr- trying to block some parts out of it, <laughs> but but I'm not gonna ruin the movie uh, by telling you how it ends, whether you know it's good or <laughs> good or bad. Well, I but. I bet you my girl would like that. She likes the most serious things, and all she wants to watch is murder shows. And I now I'm into them. I never <laughs> used to like Dateline, but now I love it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, mine definitely likes murder shows too. Does that make you uneasy? Hmm. <laughs> the fact that your girlfriend loves murder shows. No, I, I mean okay. it's neat because if she just liked the same stuff I liked, yeah. then I wouldn't. It's cool because it gave me a whole new. Uh, I enjoy. Or I'm skipping my senses, but it gave me a whole new uh, thing to be into. I yeah, because totally. I just all I want to do is watch the same movies that I've seen a million times because it makes me feel kind of comforting you know i like know how the movie goes and i know i like it so i want to watch it because i know it's going to be a good movie there's some too kind of weird like that you know i'm a weirdo man i don't really watch tv anymore but that's a good thing yeah i just i just can't do it man but there's for some reason this show that i love called adventure time man it's a cartoon oh for yeah kids. that's and a far out show dude it's like it's like the only like TV show I'll watch. I I own like five seasons, <laughs> but, but it yeah it's great. I literally will not watch the television. I don't know something, something uh, about the commercials. I think, I think that might be it. I think like every show has such like a mini agenda put into every episode that I just I don't know. Yeah, and they've been recycling the same agendas for a long time. Yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, dude. So where uh, where are you playing next? Oh, I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing at Mackey's Hideout this Saturday, the 11th. I'm I'm opening up for Miles Over Mountains, which is a bluegrass outfit that's uh, right from that area in McHenry. Okay, cool, dude. Yeah, so that'll be a lot of fun. What would you say is like your your most favorite recent show you've played? Um. What was the last festival? Um, that's a hard question. I played with uh, this this dude named Mike Love from Hawaii, and uh, I played with him in Jolie in St. Charles at Chicago Street Pub, and that that had to be one of my favorite shows because uh, I enjoyed hearing him, and I had, I always have a great time at Chicago Street Pub, so that was a lot of fun for sure. And that man. was that was last month. And and so the new band you want to put together is that like how many pieces are you trying to recruit? Right now I don't even know. I just know I want to put a group together and this uh, this band that just contacted me and for the life of me I can't remember their name. They all said they would be into getting together and working something out. So you know maybe something will happen. <laughs> yeah, totally, man. I I actually just uh, 
I've had a band, a solid group rocking for about like a year now, just shows here and there. It's just tough because I don't want to like learn any covers. Mm-hmm. I want to do like all originals and to like pay like a five piece band is like for just originals and like we're, we're right now we like know an hour. It's kind, oh, okay. it's kind of you know. Uh, I suppose uh, I suppose we we need to expand a little bit into. Just give them yeah. one one cover or something here and there. I don't know. Well, as long as the band's <laughs> cool with not making that much and yeah, uh, and just having fun, and you maybe do opening sets or I don't you know. Yeah, totally. And and I'm you know I'm not really sure like here and there I could do some like duos or trios too if I needed to. It's just good to that know. That would be a little bit better of an idea, and that's probably the direction I'd go to. Yeah, just doing a couple people. Totally. So, uh, yeah, how's what what else is new and exciting? You, oh, you got a new guitar getting made. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, this, this guy, Josh Blades with Blades Guitars, has been making me a custom guitar for quite a while now, and I'm finally going to get it. Uh, the, the reason I'm playing this show at, at Mackey's Hideout on the 11th um, in McHenry is, is he's, gonna, he's driving it out from... Uh, he's driving it out here from where he lives and bringing it up to me. So I'm going to get the guitar and then I get to mess around with it for a few minutes and play a show on it. And I was just looking up where did, he's from. Did you initially ask him he's to from do Arkansas. it? Or did he just suggest like, hey dude, like, you ever think about getting a custom guitar or how to... Actually, my, it's a funny story. My good buddy Marcus Henson passed away about, oh geez, it might have been four years ago now three or four years ago and since he passed away his mother which she did not like me when we were friends and I was going over to his house she <laughs> she she totally acted like she didn't like me and I would come over there and I there's a few videos of us on YouTube playing was songs was it the dreads Pete did she see your dreads and she thought oh this guy her son had longer dreads than I did what but she just didn't by she the didn't way like Pete that. has awesome dreadlocks she she didn't like that this the basement would start smelling so much once once uh, I'd show up you know and she'd come down and she'd cut his plants out every time he'd try to grow them and everything <laughs> and uh, but she she had thought she had something against me then he passed away and now it's kind of like I'm her second son and she's been taking care or not taking care of me but she's been giving me so much love and I've been talking to her so much and I guess behind my back she wanted to do something nice for me and went and found this guy, Josh, that makes guitars for a lot of... He's made guitars for uh, the band I'm playing with, Miles Over Mountains. Each one of their uh, pickers has a guitar from him. And she found one, and she said she wanted to buy me a custom guitar. And so she was the one that that gave him the money and had it made. And uh, and he finally got in touch with me and was had to break... Trying to figure out, remember how it happened. I think she might have actually broke... Uh, slipped and told me that she bought me this guitar, and uh, oh no! And so it was yeah. You no, got it. You got to hold that because well, she kind of wanted to know exactly so what I wanted. She wanted to buy me a guitar, but then he was asking her what what does he want, and mm. she had no idea. And so finally, I I got to talk to him about it. So then I got to give him the specs that I'd like and how I wanted the guitar to sound and look and all that. So she's her name's Janet, and she's a biggest sweetheart in the whole world and so i'm so blessed and 
it's nuts. Well, hey man, I'm I'm sorry to hear about your friend, but oh, but that's all right. But you, you know, he's he's in a better spot, and and the bond and the love continues, obviously. But let to obviously he had to get in touch with you though, because like for me personally, like I can't just go play. I can play any guitar, you know, but like there's something about a guitar you gig with that like you you do have to love it because if if another guitar plays better like you're you're gonna won't wish you brought that one you know but, yeah, but you know you develop a relationship with it so that's it's crazy to me, man. I actually don't know anybody who has had like a guitar built like we're talking getting cut out of wood mm-hmm. and inscribed like that's nuts, yeah um. And the funny thing, he called me, or I'm happy that we got to have a dialogue about it back and forth. Uh, he he called me the other day and told me, it was about a week ago, and he said he had to break something to me. He's like, I can't keep this from you, but this is the first time, and he's a great luthier, um, and he said, I had to tell you, this is the first time he's built so many instruments. This is the first time I've ever dropped a guitar. Then my son got third place in the nation in Call of Duty and he ran into my shop and I was just putting your guitar onto this stand and as soon as he ran downstairs I tripped and it fell and got a big got a crack in the back of it so he's like I needed to tell you that I fixed it it only took a few days but it got cracked before anybody played it and so I had to go back and fix it so he said it wasn't that bad of a fix and it was a clean break so it's kind of funny that before anybody played the guitar, it already's been smashed. It's already got personality. Yeah, yeah, that's exa- That's what I said to him. I said, "Well, that's just personality." So we both agreed that uh, it's all good. So I'm excited to finally get it. Maybe next time I come back here, I can play that one. Dude, I I feel like any guitar worthwhile is gonna get, gonna get nicks, it's gonna get cracks or splits and random spots. It's just try not to do it too bad. Fix it right away just so you know what you're working with. Yeah, the guitar that I'm playing now is my favorite guitar. I've been playing it for like seven years. It's a Martin D15, and it has like a 12-inch crack. It cracked all the way from there to there. It's about, well, that's probably more than 12 inches. But it cracked all the way from the bridge pin to about halfway down the uh, down the notch of the dreadnought. And it got fixed, but that was pretty gnarly. Yeah, for sure. Well, <laughs> But I love it. All right, y'all, so we're actually going to get to see this guitar right now that Pete's going to play. Pete, what song did you want to do for us today, and, and what, why did you pick it? Oh, it's this tune called uh, Until I Do. I wrote it. It's on my uh, my latest EP that was came out about two years, three years ago. And uh, we recorded it all on piano, so I never usually play it live. So I figured I'd start playing it. So I'm going to give it a shot here. Can't wait, man. If I set you free, would you promise to believe me that I never meant to hold on for so long See it's me And these habits I find easy I pray for strength But it has not come along 
every day I sit and wonder by the moment Every day I sit and be just like I am Will that light, all the holy light you speak of Ever shine down on this kind of man Well I know what I have read And I know what you have said About the Lord we all bear And how no one else will care Till we do Till I do Pray that I sing in key every time I pour my heart out. Oh God, I pray that I'm a worthy man. See, I see, see, I see, and I remember. Holy light in you and me. I'll bear Now no one else will care Till we do Till I do ooh, ooh. Till I do Until I do Killer, man. So, yeah. So, when did you write that? Oh, I think I three years ago. Nice. Three years ago, I think. Yeah, anybody listening, make sure to uh, check out uh, youtube.com forward slash brentbrown808. You can see Pete play that on there. Well, that's beautiful, man. Is that on the live album? No. I haven't played it. I, I just started playing it live the past past few weeks <laughs> I thought it would be a good idea to start playing that one again I play I used to play it and when I first played it it uh it was like uh, um, uh, if I set you free would you promise to believe me okay I used to play it all upbeat and when I went into the studio I recorded with uh, this guy a great writer uh, and singer named Josh oh, now he's a filmmaker too named Josh Heisel and he got his start with Neil Young. He was a he was a vet from the uh, Iraq War, and Neil Young found him and put him in this Deja Vu movie that CSNY made. I think I watched. I think I watched that. I don't know. Yeah, well, he's in he's in it in, in a in one scene. He meets Neil in a hotel room and sings a song with Neil, and then Neil took him on the road for the Sundance Film Festival, and that's how he got his big break. Then he decided to make a record label called VRC Records, which is Veterans Revolutionary Corps Records. And I was the first recording that he did for that. And so I brought him, like, told him to 
he told me to bring like 20 songs that I thought were great. So I brought him about 20 songs and he picked five, which was just weird. And he took all the songs that I brought brought him and he slowed them down. As, oh, this, if you hear that song on the record, it's just dragging, man. And it was so hard to sing along. We had to practice it for, we were up at like 4.30 in the morning or something. Just, I was trying to sing that slow. And so it's, the way I just played it now, uh, not the fast part, but when I just sang it, it's it's slower than that, you know. And so it was just, it was weird to have him take all my songs and just slow them down. He said, that's the way it should be, so. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy working with people, you know. I mean, I just finished doing an album with uh, Chris Steinmetz in the city. He's got a studio called Stonecutter, and then uh, the bass player in my band, also a songwriter named Brandon, but that was two people like influencing stuff and i and i'm i'm pretty strong-minded when it comes to you know the original things it's hard to but but it's it's a good thing man sometimes to just to just try stuff out and you know it's different when you got a a lot of like the time's ticking in a studio but and they're bankrolling it yeah yeah totally but what was that your situation oh yeah they he took me out to this Oh man, it was in the middle of no middle of nowhere, Indiana, and it was this. Uh, I can't describe how many million dollars this studio probably cost. It was a big mansion. It was like a four four floor mansion. Um, you know those igloo houses that they have, those dome houses. I don't know how to describe it otherwise. It's like yeah. it looks like an igloo. Yeah, those domes, but it was these three domes that were connected, and the whole it, two of the domes were a studio, and the other dome was like the house. And this, the guy that had built it was the guy that invented, uh, he invented the flint for, for lighters. What? And he, yeah, he, he, he was the smart enough, smart enough guy to patent it. So he got, still to this day, his family gets all of the money from anybody that buys a lighter. Oh my st- God. Oh man, it was, I can't believe. I thought that there was like a thing of like, once it goes past a certain point in time, it's like public domain, not the case. Actually, you might you might be right, and I might be uh, BSing on that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, know I might sure. be, but but le- when they told me the story, it made it sound like that that was the situation. But he built this this whole stu- this studio has a whole room that you can record a full orchestra in. And the whole it's just a huge room just for an orchestra, and this this there's some pictures I got on the internet of me in that studio. It was just gnarly. The uh, I recorded everything on the fourth floor, and the soundboard where they're sitting down there mixing everything is on the first floor. So if I really wanted to hear a take back, I had to go down like three flights of stairs. And uh, it was a trip, man. And so that was just, and it was their studio. So I, you know, and I didn't have to drop anything. That was a really huge blessing. I got too many blessings going on. So that was cool. Dude, that's awesome. You know, speaking of that, I actually, uh, I just uh, got offered some like like a dr- a snare drum and some cymbals like a really old kit apparently um, by this guy named JJ who works um, just with my for girlfriend. free yeah. really yeah and they're, oh, I'm about man. to go pick them up Friday and wow. I'm like I'm like <laughs> you know sometimes like you just get blessings man I'm like I just needed some new cymbals and I'm really? like. Yeah, so we'll see. They, you know, That's they so could cool. be decent, but still, it's just it lets you know you're on the right track. Yeah. Oh, let me let me ask you, and and you know, I felt blessed through the whole process of like that last album that I did because I couldn't have done. I it really on enjoyed my, it. My too, own yeah. it was tough, but 
I appreciate that, man. Um, let, so have you met Neil Young, though? You were speaking about... No, no. Uh, Stills would probably be the... He's, a, he's, more, he's better friends with Steven Stills, and so Stills would be the guy that I'd meet first. But Stills has heard my... Stills liked the record, I guess, so at least I know Through that. Through a grapevine. He enjoyed... He, Josh sent Stills the record, and I know Stills likes it, but Neil's a little bit more fickle. And he, he usually uh, said he would put my stuff on his... On Neil, Neil would put his stuff on my website if I had a song about uh, war, because everything he's been doing the past few years has all been about you know, protesting and, and the government and, and all that. And yeah. so if I had a song about war, Neil would probably listen to it right away, but... He doesn't really want anything to do with, uh, you know, listening to anything petty, else. petty stuff. Probably he listens. Probably it's, listens to everything else too. It's but, not that but it's just petty. when somebody. No, yeah, petty's a bad word. Yeah. Um, just showing him something. If I would, if, if you could show him a song, be like, you really should listen to this song. But if you said you should listen to this song, it's about the fight. You know, he'd probably listen to it right away. Yeah, I wonder if he dig. I don't know if you heard this one. Like, no, no worries if not. But there's a song called "A Little Help." Have you heard that? Off the new album, Neil's. No, your new. Yeah, your new album for play. Off for play. Yeah, not on the top of my head. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess. Could I borrow your guitar for a sec? Yeah, yeah. Since it's already plugged in, I got got Pete on the setup over here before he even got here. Cool. And he's a G. He muted his guitar in between. I'm gonna play it. Down tuned a little bit, but this is the chorus. With what I said, what I did. There's yeah, a, there's a bunch more to it, but just in case. Man, I'm gonna have to listen to that one again. Yeah, it it's it's got a really like high that. part that comes next, and I actually sang every day for the past like 14 days in a row, like three hours a day. So this is my first really? day that I haven't sang in like 14 days. So oh, I'm not trying to do it, but <laughs> you you gotta give yourself. You gotta give yourself one when you can. <laughs> I'm giving you credit for being able to hit those notes because I was doing rough trying to sing that Cheers song. Oh no, man! I mean, I can. Uh, <laughs> well, I should be. I should practice more than I do. That's my. That's my problem. I can falsetta for days. It's just sometimes when you got 
let's not kid ourselves, man. We make it look easy on stage, you know? But when it comes down to it, man, a high note's a high note. You gotta use a lot of diaphragm. You're sitting down right now. Maybe that's something I can learn. Maybe I gotta make make anybody I have on the podcast actually stand up when they're doing it just to... Don't make me stand up, man. <sighs> yeah, that's too much work. I'm comfortable. It's free. <laughs> I got Pete for free today. Don't tell anyone, though. He's He won't show up anything under $300. Don't... Not even for one song, so you gotta gotta pay Pete. Take it while you get it. <laughs> no, but yeah, man. Freaking great to have you out here. Okay, we got you're playing White Buffalo Festival. Yeah, I'm playing that with you. Yeah. We did it last year. What too. other th- yeah, that's gonna what man, what's the town that that's located in? What other festivals am I playing? I, I wanna plug White Buffalo really quick. Oh, they're great. My buddy Kenny's work been work. What's the Kenny? Town? Pardon? What's oh, the town? Oh, jeez. Is it Mantino? No. No, no, I don't think it's Mantino. I'm not sure. Uh, it's really cool, though. Really awesome. I went last year, and the fireworks display, even, like, at the end of the thing, was, like, better than a lot of 4th of July fireworks displays. I'm pretty sure I missed the fireworks display, because I'd remember that. I, didn't, I don't think I saw it. I think I had to leave and play something else. Yeah, I don't remember that. But um. well, check it out. It's uh, whitebuffalomusicfest.com. Uh, if you want to uh, hear about that festival, uh, Amboy, we... Illinois. Amboy, Illinois. Cool. A M B O Y. So, let's also make sure we plug wherever you can get your music, like anywhere. Or... Yeah. Well, you can uh, you can buy both of my albums. You you can download. My first album, No Sign of Regret, that actually has a full band on it. You can download that from peachive.com and CD Baby and stuff. And if you have to, you can get it from iTunes, too. But uh, if you'd like the the uh, EP that has that first song I played on it and the one that I recorded with Josh Heisel, uh, you can order that from the website, peachive.com, and I'll mail you a CD. Or you can get it from the... From the uh, any show you go to, I don't. I'm not putting that one on the internet. It's because the, the streaming stuff it, it pays off, and I know everybody appreciates it. But sometimes you got to keep a couple things for yourself. And the uh, the new album, the new uh, live album, will be the same way as the Sleep When I Die. You just it'll be on the website. You just click on it and to, click to order, and uh, I'll mail you one. <laughs> How does or my people will mail you one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. My people Send- is me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But isn't that how you gotta roll sometimes, man? It's it's like I don't know. I've I've actually had uh, you know, I've had uh, this guy Dana who works with uh, um, gigablemusic.org, and he's posted a couple things for me like through my site. Um, and then after that, I'm like, oh, it looks so good when it sounded like somebody else was talking about you. Oh, yeah. You, you ever tried writing in the third person? And you're like, oh, is this stupid of me? Maybe I shouldn't, you know. And then I went back to, like, just saying, hey, guys, it's my stuff that I'm posting today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice when I, I had a couple managers so far, and so it's it's cool when they take over, and it's somebody actually writing in the third, or writing from their perspective of talking about you, so that makes it a lot easier. And I don't even have to write it. They just do it. Yeah. And I go, oh, cool, they're promoting. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, man. I I don't know if you if you're like this, but I find it 
sometimes. No, I don't find it difficult to promote myself. I, f I find it difficult to, uh, I think whenever somebody else expresses love for something that you're doing, it's just brings more genuine, you know, it's like, you can't, you can't do it yourself. You have, to, it's gotta be word of mouth, like mm -hmm. somebody else's words to really get somebody to understand whether something's worthy or not of their precious time, you know, in this yeah. overcrowded music industry. Oh yeah, I know. And I was, I was thinking coming over here, how, uh, how, how weird it is that this is a, this is a medium that we can use now and how, how cool it is that they didn't have it 30 years ago and all the people that probably could have been huge through the internet yeah. and everything and gotten heard and didn't ever get you know heard and nobody knows about them anymore so i think it's neat that this is all possible yeah dude i honestly the i've done a podcast with pete before i was live and, and uh i called it brownie tuesdays but i honestly just I don't want to necessarily have to do things on Tuesdays. Uh, I, I kind of <laughs> like the not live format post whenever I want. No no stress. It's like when, when you get – I wasn't as busy before to where I could do that, but now it's like if I want to do it at all, it has to be like this. But it's, it's beautiful. The reason I'm doing the podcast is because it gives me a reason to meet up with, like, a lot of other musicians and stuff. Like, we're all usually so busy, and if – it can be during like a weekday, during the day when like if we don't have anything going on, plan it whenever. It's just it's just a great excuse to hang out with freaking awesome people. So that's what I'm yeah. hoping just becomes of it is just a something fun that hopefully uh, when you're driving in your car, sitting in traffic, you can uh, maybe get some sort of enjoyment from it too. But uh, yeah, man, that's a great idea. I'm stoked. I was actually watching that Mark Marin TV show yesterday, and I didn't. He's got a TV show now? Or no, no, no. Uh, it was the. I was on Netflix. I think it was, but I didn't know because he was sitting with somebody, and it might have been the first episode of the show, and and they sat down to do the show, and they said a few words, and the guy was like, "I'm not feeling it," and they just shut it off, and was like, "We'll record it some other time." So I was, I was like, "Oh, I thought that was all live, but it's it's a neat idea to do it this way." And record it when you're feeling it. Yeah, and and I think that uh, I I think there's like a a big extent where you want it to be organic too, just like music. You don't want to suck it all out and just be like, okay, well, this is the thing we're gonna talk about today. It's like mm -hmm. I I didn't really know what to do today. I just figured Pete Pete's cool as hell, and it'd be a great idea to just talk for a while. And so I suppose what I'd like to and ask you're good at small talk too. Yeah, I'm impressed. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm horrible Dude. at coming up with stuff to talk about. Man, I got to be on the radio on uh, what whatever. There's a station by me called uh, The River, 95.9. Oh, you were on The River? Yeah, dude. I didn't know that. With Danielle and Scott in oh, the morning. Oh, cool, man. In and, the morning? Uh, nice. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I couldn't even sleep the night before because it was like my first like real radio thing. And I had all my friends texting me about it. They're like... Oh, I hear you on the radio right now, dude. Oh. It was that was really cool. But they get to like play songs in between everything. It's different than when you're just you're just talking. But I figured having like you play a song during the thing, trying to incorporate YouTube into it and promote it that way. I don't know. Great idea. I, I guess I wanna ask anybody who's listening, psh, what would you like me to do? If there's something further you'd 
request happen during the show, uh, just let me know or else I'm just going to keep hanging out with Rad Peeps in, uh, in my studio. <laughs> Rad, <laughs> Rad Peeps in the studio. But uh, yeah, Pete, it's been a blessing having you over, man. Is there anything you'd like to say, closing words? Or do you want to you want to just you want to play something? Let me do one more it. here. Yeah. I'll do one more. You want to record this one on the video? Uh I I'm just doing one video a thing, Pete. Don't make me work too hard now. <laughs> but everybody'll still get to enjoy it right now. I'll I'll send you an MP3 of it if you want to. Well, my buddy uh, I wrote this song with my buddy. Uh, he's in a band called JDR and the Broadcast. And they're a great group that's coming up right now. And I wrote this with him a long time ago. I think it was probably 2002. Um, and uh, I wrote it when I was playing mandolin. And he, we were we were in Kansas. We were in Kansas at this playground. We were on tour, uh, following a band. We weren't touring ourselves. We were following a band. And he wrote he wrote this uh, this verse to this song. And then I would he was sitting there on one side of this kids playground and then I was walking around the other side of the playground trying to come up with a chorus to the song and then I ran over to him when I came up with the chorus and then we put it together so I think that's what I really enjoy the song because of that and I know I haven't played I haven't played this song or recorded it ever since me and him played together but I, I play it frequent I play it probably every like six shows or something like that cool cool but uh, it's called follow me and it's, it won't be too long don't worry about it, it goes like this <laughs> Walk away in all of this worry Carries me Leaving night So I'm sure Not to be seen My steps on the floor Let off a creek Ain't no use now Following where All these strangers Have smiles on their faces And I'm not at home But I don't feel out of place anymore uh, This wandering is bound to set me back I had better take a closer look Where I'm at Hit a poor man Somewhere along the way I'm a soul in the streets Well, I, I didn't say I need a cure for all this heartache Ah, <laughs> just so happens that I know a place where All these strangers have smiles on their faces And I'm not at home, but I don't feel out of place anymore uh, this wandering is bound to set me back I had better take a closer look At where I'm at
these strangers have smiles on their faces And I'm not at home but I don't feel out of place anymore Oh, this wandering is bound to set me back I had better take a closer look where I'm at Thank you for listening to the Small Sesh, Small Room Sesh podcast. Sorry, it's the first one. You got to cut me some slack. Pete Jive, have a beautiful day, everybody. Take care. Can't wait till the next one. And uh, make sure to tune in, tell your friends, share this post. Check out youtube.com slash brentbrown808 and petejivemusic.com. Is that correct? Just petejive.com. All right, guys. Take care.